Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode that was a very stumbling start, but I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Uh, Today's episode, I have named it Maintaining Your Motivation Mojo. And before I go into all of that, because I know it's a a very popular topic and it's one that's going to resonate with a lot of you. It's one of my number one most asked questions. I'm just going to put it out there um, that just like the online studio this week in my filming, I had a little two-year-old toddler uh, wake up from her nap and she was part of the video. Uh, and I'm just going to put it out there. It's been one of those weeks and I do apologize in advance if she's also in the podcast. (laughs) I am always so open and uh, honest and raw with you guys and I've taken you on my journey basically since I became a single mom and came out of a relationship and I've been so open with it and this week I'm feeling all the feels. I'm feeling all the, the challenges I guess involved with it. Not that I'm, you know, I get frustrated at times, but the, it's, you know, I st- I'm still very positive, you know, I have a positive outlook about things and I wouldn't have any th- things any other way. Um, but yeah, that, uh, this week is just really challenging because she doesn't want to nap. So I've set her up to watch uh, Moana in the other room. So we may have a little guest. I'm just putting it out there. All right. So motivation is Holy moly, such a big topic, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, if we don't have motivation, um, we well, we we basically slap all of our goals onto motivation. We slap everything, um, our results, 
our moods, everything onto motivation. We will um, blame it when it's not going our way. We will rely on it when we want things. It's it's this massive big thing. And I'm not even going to go into the whole very generic thing of forget the word motivation and turn it into a habit, which I've done in the past and I've spoken about in the past. But keeping on the theme of keeping it real for you is we're going to talk about motivation and how you can keep your motivation mojo for the long haul. Because yes, we do have, we do rely on that motivation to get us going. We need some form of it to get us on track, right? There is a certain point in your life where you get frustrated, you get fed up, you reach that point that usually that rock bottom point where you're like, that is it. I'm going to do this. And this is what my goals are. And this is what I'm going to do. And then you kind of rely on that motivation to get you going, but it doesn't, it always has an end date. It's very, it's not sustainable. Um, and then if you're completely relying on that motivation, you'll burn out, you will, it'll fizzle out. Um, it, motivation is not, I always say it's like a, um, a bad friend. They're never there when you need it. It's never there when you actually really need it for the long haul. So I'm just, let's just put that <laughs> um, to explain that a little bit better is motivation is, is more, think of it as a short term thing. What I'm talking about is how to keep it going for the long term, for the long haul. Um, and this is something I've personally experienced over the years. Um, there's a big, you know, misconception that because you're in the industry, because you're in the health and wellness industry, that you've got this, you know, magical motivation um, that you're walking around with 24 seven. And you know, it's all, it's easy for you. You get up and you, you have the motivation to exercise every day. I just don't have that. Um, I, again, I'll always say, I hear you, I'm with you and I know what it feels like um, because I've worked very, very hard for it to be part of my life now. And it, and I certainly, there's days where I do rely on motivation, but a lot of it, a freaking big chunk of it is just good old internal compass, following my internal compass, following my own, my own rules, my own values around it. Um, and, and, and that's what I'm sharing with you today. I feel very confident to talk about it. And like I always say to you, I will never talk about a topic that I don't feel confident, uh, confident in, or I don't do myself because that's just not, um, relatable and it's not very, very, um, real is it? So let's look at the average person or what most people would do. And when you're talking about exercise, I'm going to keep referring to exercise, but it could also related to, you know, if you were cleaning up your diet and things like that or anything else in your life. But today I'm going to be talking about um, motivation around exercise. Most people will start out with that motivation. They will start that new exercise regime. They will go gun ho They plan it. I'm going to go five days this week and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And usually by two, three, if you're lucky, maybe four weeks, that will eventually fizzle out. Um, It also is not great because if you go too hard, too fast, and you've got that real big motivation kick and burst at the start, you can burn yourself out. You're going to, you know, set yourself up for injury. You're going to have adrenal fatigue. Um, You'll most likely get sick when you go from nothing to zero, uh, zero to 100 really, really quickly. And that's where that motivation comes in. It's like, well, I was feeling really motivated and I was doing this and I set all my food out and I had my everything organized and I had my timetable. Um, and then that's where it's, a, it's really good to start off, but then it will eventually fizzle out. Now that is a usual pattern that I hear from people. And when I chat to you, um, if you have been through my nutrition program, um, my nutrition coaching program, you'll know that I get into the whole nitty gritty of you and how you work your psyche, your mentality, and what your patterns are. I go right back into what 
what you've done in the past, what are your patterns? Like, are you a, a person that will, you know, go gun ho for three weeks and then you get bored and then you, you know, you go off track or, um, what are your driving factors? What has worked in the past? What hasn't? Why? Um, there's so many things you can go, you can go so deep into it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to share some tips today of how I, um, exercise regularly. I have been exercising for five or six days a week regularly for years now. And that was not, that wasn't, wasn't always the case. I would be like, I just described as quotation marks. Most people, I was that most people a couple of years ago, I would go gun ho. I'd go ebb and flow with it. It was, you know, it was a roller coaster uh, ride, so to speak, with um, exercises. I'd, I'd have, you know, I'd go two weeks really good, and I'd, I'd get to the end of the week, and I'd, yeah, that was awesome, and I, I'm feeling pumped, and, um, and then I would hit that that plateau. Um, I would get bored. I would lose motivation if my diet wasn't correct. Um, I would certainly not want to exercise, uh, and I'll go into a little bit more about that as well. Um, so the biggest number one. Now that we've got that out of the way. Um, with what most people genuinely do. And if you are relating to this, um, if you're resonating with it, you'll get a lot out of today because I'm talking to you. Um, I'm talking particularly to that person that usually has a pattern um, that loses motivation really quickly uh, and then struggles to get back on, um, get back on the motivation train. So the number one thing is you've got to find exercise that makes you feel good and it is a positive experience. I'm starting right back there because that's a massive one. Have you ever signed up to like a um, a workout program? Uh, Maybe it's an online one or you've signed up to a new gym or you've got these new classes you're going to and you're just not vibing with it. You're not connecting with it. Yeah, you feel good afterwards. You've got the shaky muscles afterwards. You've got the, you know, the adrenaline pumping afterwards, but it was a real struggle to get there. Like you were, it was hanging over your head um, all day to get there. If you were a night person or in the morning, you know, you really struggled to get out of bed because it didn't make you feel good. We're starting there because if you've got a really good foundation for exercise, something that actually makes you feel good, you're setting yourself up number one without thinking about anything else you're setting yourself up for success um i again um i can relate to this i'm not a gym person i'm not a big go to a big gym and sit there and do weights and do split programs or you know i'm not i used to do it and i found i was really really dreading it i'd find a really i was finding i was having a really negative association with it i always walked away feeling good and if you listen to any of my previous ex- uh, previous episodes, I talk about how I also wasn't getting the results that I was after because I was exercising in the wrong way for my body. I was getting results and I was looking fit, but I wasn't actually feeling good in my body because what I was desiring was not matching up with the way I was exercising. Um, if you want to listen to that, go back to um, previous episodes about that. You'll see it in the title. Very obvious. Um, so yeah, you've got, really got to find that exercise that, that really connects with you and the one that's going to sustain you long-term. There's a lot of exercise programs out there that will get you, they will target your muscles deliberately in the same, how am I going to say this? They will target your same muscle group over and over and over again. They will just keep slamming you. For example, just so you do a workout and it's all to do with your glutes and they're just pumping you and pumping you and pumping you into your glutes, um, you know, and your hammies and things like that. And you wake up the next day and you feel so sore, like really sore. 
it's like this mentality that you go, oh, that must have done something. I feel really sore. And then they're going to make you go back and then go back and go back. But um, so that's kind of just keep that in mind when you're starting an exercise regime. You don't always have to be sore. If you're having a really well-balanced um, program, a really well-balanced exercise well, workout, I should say, um, you it's okay to not feel sore. You don't have to feel sore for your muscles to be working out. If it's really well-balanced, if the exercises are complementing each other, if you've got up a really good sweat, you've worked your cardiovascular system, you've got that that circulation running through your body. Um, you don't necessarily have to be sore. It's nice when you get that little that little nin that um, ninja. Is that even a word? What's the word I'm thinking of? Your muscle um, tinge. <laughs> no, no, that's still not even the word. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um, no, I, I've lost it. Uh, anyway, you if you're um, suffering from that and you real feel really depleted and defeated after a workout, a lot of gyms will, will smash you to the point of you walking away feeling really, really shaky, um, really, really kind of um, depleted. And like I said, waking up sore the next day, it's that whole psyche thing that you feel like you've done something. But all that's going to lead to is adrenal fatigue. I am back. Sorry about that. As you heard, Pippa, um, there was a tiger on the TV and she was scared of it. Uh, and I thought of that word as well. It was a niggle, a niggling feeling in your in your muscles. That's what I was getting at. Uh, but yeah, so going back to what you, you've got to find something that really feels good and it's going to sustain you. Um, because like I was saying, the exercise before, you're just going to feel, you're going to get um, adrenal fatigue. You're going to be burnt out. And then there goes your motivation because it's something that's not sustainable. You're thinking far out. That is so hard. I don't want to do that. No one likes to do something hard every single day. Um, uh, you can do something that's challenging while still enjoyable, but if it is flat out, just not sustainable, flat out too hard, um, flat out, you know, a, a negative, um, association with it, then it's not sustainable. Like, can you imagine doing the same thing every day for years? Um, and then, you know, like, it's you kind of think ahead and go, well, how am I going to sustain this? Like it's it's really not a good feeling. So you've got to find something that really works with you. Now, if it's going to the gym and doing your split program like I was just talking about, maybe that's actually what you like to do. Um, I would suggest at the start is taking it easy and being very, very conscious of not going overboard too soon. Um, and also you, you don't want to get yourself injured as well. So uh, that's also going to create a negative association with the exercise. If you're constantly injuring yourself, I can happily say I've not injured myself in years. I literally cannot tell you the last time I've injured myself when that was not the case years ago. Um, I would go to the gym and I would put my back out. I'd put my neck out. I was constantly at a chiropractor, a myotherapist, a physio, like I was constantly trying to fix my body that I was, and then I'd go straight back into the, the gym and, and do the exact same thing again. I can happily say that does not happen anymore because I am very, very conscious of doing things that's going to, um, uh, you know, do well for my joints, do well for my muscles is something that I'm actually helping my body. I'm really big on biohacking. I don't like to do things that ages you, um, that causes injury. That means that when I'm 50 and 60, I'm going to have a real beat up body that's like, you know, not working efficiently. I'm always thinking ahead. Um, and that, so that means pulling it back and looking at the present moment and go, what am I doing now to set myself up? So 
I'm not aging prematurely. I'm looking after all my joints and muscles and everything, my whole makeup of my body. Um, and every, and it's the same with my nutrition as well. That's why I'm very conscious about what I put on the inside. Um, I'm, I'm taking care of that as well. So yeah, number one is right back at the start is find something you connect with. If you're more of a, you know, you want something a little bit more kind to your body, look at yoga, Pilates, bar. Um, if you want to jump into the HM online studio and I, I create um, uh, with all of this in mind, I create full body workouts where they're very kind to your body, but also um, enough to get the results and um, and look after you and, and create uh, and very conscious of not creating injury. Um, and we, we do Pilates, yoga, it's a mix of everything. Um, Pilates, yoga, bar, a little bit of cardio, uh, low impact, there's stretching involved. There's, it's all kind of one big fun workout mixed in together. So you're never, you're never bored with it. We're always changing it up and doing something different. And the biggest thing is, is consistency and, um, uh, I've got the worst memory today. Consistency and sustainable. That is the word that I'm after. Like I said, I don't edit a lot of this out. Um, and I just did notice it's a little bit echo in here. Sorry, I'm actually in the kitchen, so I can keep an eye on people. Uh, yeah, so tune in with your body is the next one. To make your um, exercise and motivation and keeping everything humming along, you've got to consistently tune in with your body. If you wake up really, really tired or you're so super stressed or you can feel your, adre- your adrenals just really getting overworked, then think of exercise as a... Um, it is a stressor on your body as well. So it's actually adding to that stress in a different way. But if you're really, really stressed, you can either do a workout that's going to make you feel good, a stress-releasing one. If you go too hard, it's going to create too much stress on your body. Um, and then, or you could pull right back and do something like a stretching yoga meditation. You've really got to tune in with your body. Um, and if you wake up and you feel a certain way, um, it's, you know, you might have that plan um, to do a certain ex- uh, workout that day, but if you wake up and you're not feeling it and you're feeling like you, we, we've got to listen to our gut, we've got to listen to our intuition more and know that, okay, if I do that workout, I'm not going to, it's actually going to probably put more stress on my body. So I'm actually going to do this instead today. That is going to get you set up for the long haul and it's going to keep you motivated because then you wake up the next day. This is what I do. Sometimes I'll wake up and I go, okay, I know, um, I am feeling a little bit run down. I didn't get a great night's sleep last night. Sleep is a massive thing. You've got to get a full night's sleep to to, to get all the regenerative, um, restorative work done overnight for your cells to regenerate, all of that. If you are not sleeping properly and you're waking up really fatigued and really tired and then you go and add a stressor like exercise, you can be doing more harm than good. So that's why you've got to tune in. I will sometimes wake up and go, okay, I usually have a really strong coffee first thing in the morning, uh, but that's not going to do anything for my stress levels at the moment. I'm going to have something else um, to keep me going. And then um, I'm also going to pull back and do like a stretching yoga. Um, and then that's going to that's gonna make me feel good for that day. It's exactly what I needed. I'm going to do a little bit more self-care that day. And then I, when I wake up the next day, I'm like, yes, I am 
I am firing on all cylinders. I'm ready to get straight back into it again. Um, And instead of doing the push through it that day, and then also you have to push through it the next day, and then you're pushing through it the next day. But if you stop and just tune in, adjust a little bit, and then you've got that motivation to go the next day. When in the past, I wouldn't do that. I would have just pushed through and made myself do it. And a lot of trainers will tell you to do that. They'll go, if you're not feeling motivated, just do it. Just get it done. Just go and, you know, smash yourself and then you'll feel better afterwards might be the case but it's not necessarily the best thing for your body um so going into the next one is breaking it up with your exercise like I said um with me I will if I'm not feeling it if I need something different that day I will always turn to yoga stretch I'll roll out on the foam roller I'll do something different I'll have an Epsom salt bath I will definitely uh, it's called a pattern breaker um you need to uh, break that pattern every now and again um so your body's not constantly doing the same thing and plateauing so um my go-to number one thing is my workouts And then every now and again, um, I'll break it up with some yoga and stretch and it just keeps your body going. And it just, it's nice just to have that little break. Same thing. Another little point I've got here is keep it interesting. Um, If you're following along, if you're a member online member with me, um, I take that care of that for you. You don't need to worry about that because I'm constantly conscious of creating content for you that is always interesting, always keeping your body guessing. Your body is always balanced. I'm doing it for your long, lean muscles. I'm doing it to keep everything in check. So you don't need to worry about that, but just keep in mind, um, keep it interesting. So your brain is happy. This is probably my number one biggest thing is make your non-negotiable, uh, make your non-negotiables list um, or a little kind of rule book, so to speak. So I go by this, I've got my days, I will go Monday through to Saturday, I always work out. Um, that's changed a little bit at the moment. I've been a little bit naughty and I've been recording my next workout on a Sunday, which I don't want to do. I'm going to pull that back and actually incorporate it into my one of my workout days. Um, so at the moment, I've actually been having another rest day somewhere else. Um, but I don't really want to do that. So Monday to Saturday, I will always work out non-negotiable. Like I don't even have to argue with myself. I don't even get into the excuses. Like I just do it. Like it's, it's if I wake up and it's Tuesday, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, it's just a non-negotiable. It's like, it's Tuesday. I work out on a Tuesday. It's so important that it's like my schedule. It's like going to the doctor. It's like making an appointment with my friends. It's the, the thing that it's just part of my life. I just wouldn't negotiate myself out of it. Even on your busy days, you, um, you were here in my previous episodes that I work backwards with time. So if I do have to get up super early and get my day started early, I'll just work backwards on time. Um, But yeah, you've got to have your non-negotiable. So mine is Monday through to Saturday. That's six days. But Wednesdays is my flexible day. Wednesdays, if I wake up and I'm not... um, if I'm feeling like a rest, I will allow myself on a Wednesday. So there is never any guilt there. If I said I'm going to work out every single Wednesday and I miss a day, I know my brain and I know I'm going to feel guilty for doing that. But my non-negotiable is my Wednesdays is my flex day where if I wake up and I'm, I'm feeling you know like a break, I'll, I'll take a break and it's totally okay. Um, and like I said, at the moment, that's sometimes looking like a Wednesday and a Friday at the moment because I'm working out on the Sunday. Um, so sometimes on a Friday, I'll have a break as well, but I'm trying to, I'm really trying to change that up and really pull back that um, filming day for me and putting it into another day. 
Um, so yeah, make your own little rule book. What's a non-negotiable? Like just wake up and go, there's no even point having this discussion with your brain. <laughs> You're just doing it. All right. <laughs> You're just doing it. Um, and going in with the other um, point I made as well is checking in with your body, tune in with your body. If you need to adjust, then adjust. Um, the next one actually just incorporated that in, um, make it a priority, book it in. Um, it's a non-negotiable. So another point I want to make is have a goal, but don't rely on them. If you start an exercise regime because you've got a wedding coming up, you've got a, an event coming up, you've got a swimsuit you want to fit into, you've got, do you know what I mean? Like there's a goal there that you've got to lose 10 kilos in the next two months. Then I think goals have a time and a place, but I also think they can create negativity around and stress, unnecessary stress around an exercise, uh, around working out. And when, and also, at least going back to other episodes, I talk about that. When you create that, put all that pressure on yourself, you're actually creating more cortisol in your body. You're creating more stress. When you jump on the scales, that weight is not moving because you're holding on to it. Um, it's nice to have a little goal, something to work towards. When you create a whole, um, uh, you know, your exercise, exercise is just lifestyle where you do it every day. Like I said, you've got your non-negotiables. You just do it. It's part of you. It's part of your life. It's ingrained into you. Um, it's nice every now and again to then have that goal. So I work out every time, every day. And then I've got the, you know, I really, I found like a really good spot in my body at the moment. And then every now and again, I just have something that gives me more of a pep in my step to work towards. Um, so Oh, recently I got a couple of months ago, I got a photo shoot done. Um, you may have seen my photos, my professional photos. So for me, the week leading up to that, I actually adjusted my exercise a little bit just to, so I was feeling really good for that photo shoot. Is it sustainable to do that long-term? No, but I did it because that was a little goal within my lifestyle of exercise. It was like a goal within the goal, a goal within the lifestyle. Um, it was like things were coming up. If I had a wedding on that weekend or if I had something coming up that week and weekend, for example, that week leading up to it, I'd probably put more energy into it. I'd probably do a little bit extra. I would, you know, it's just nice to have that little, like that little goal to keep you going. And that's what keeps motivation going as well. When you're already doing it, it's that little compliment, that little that little burst that little pep in your step that you go yes this is my little goal this week but it's you're not relying everything on it because you've already got that foundation of exercise you're already doing it it's just that little compliment um that little icing on the cake so to speak but you're not starting from the start you're not waking up on that monday morning going holy shit i've got a wedding on next weekend i've got to go gun-ho for the next two weeks every single day to try and fit into a dress or that i've bought a size too small that's not going to get you anywhere it's only creating stress. Trust me, it's creating stress and you're not going to get the results. And the, the the weight on the scales is not budging. I can tell you that now. I'm just being very honest about that. But when you're having that, that normal routine, and it's really good to, when you've got those goals within your lifestyle, it's actually really good for your body because it's keeping your your um your body guessing and it's actually you know you pull you, you're ramping it up and then you're pulling it back down again then you're ramping it up and pulling it back down but you're not doing it to the extent where you're actually burning yourself out and creating a lot of um a lot of fatigue um and a lot of burnout 
Uh, we mentioned this, um, finding a workout that's sustainable and not depleting, leaving you with adrenal fatigue. We've talked about that. Don't associate exercise with something negative. Um, like I was saying, you've got to find what works with you. Um, if it's too hard, if you're doing it out of fear of being fat, if you're doing it to try and fit into a dress or a pair of jeans by a certain date, not going to happen. Um, so don't associate it with all this negative stuff and place unnecessary pressure on yourself. Um, we know that when we place too much pressure on ourselves, we don't really get anywhere. We, um, we overthink things and we don't perform and you'll just wind up on your ass basically. Um, also another big thing is don't relate your exercise to how your food is looking. I used to be there as well. I'm putting my hand up. If my food wasn't on track, I would also not exercise. Cause if I was going and eating a tub of yogurt, a tub of, tub of ice cream, I was not going to wake up feeling great to exercise. I'd be exercising out of fear of getting fat. And again, that it causes so much stress and anxiety on our body. So, um, try to, Try to separate the two or better yet, complement the two where your food is, is good. It, it, you know, it has its ebb and flow as well. Um, and then your exercise is just always there. It doesn't matter. So when my exercise is always there and I have a night where I've had the pizza, I've had a little bit of wine and I've had the chocolate, which if you've listened to previous exercise episodes, I don't do that all the time, but I will do it every now and again. Um, I don't wake up and then thrash myself and feel guilty and literally tell myself, um, you know, oh my God, I've got to really kick, kick it even harder here because I have eaten bad. So try not to associate with that. When you've got that exercise there all the time, you wake up and you go, okay, I'm just going to do my normal thing. You know, I, I overindulged last night, but it'll come off because I'm just continuing to do my thing. Um, you're just rolling with it, rolling with the punches. Um, don't overthink it, just get it done. Uh, that relates to the non-negotiables with your rules. When you wake up, you just you don't even enter that comp- um, you don't even enter that conversation with yourself. Uh, and then follow your internal compass. Make exercise part of you. It's just part of you. It's part of who you are. You know, I, you know, when someone says, well, what do you do and what are you interested in and um, things like that, you just automatically like, well, you know, I love working out. I, I'm very regular at that. Um, I, I like doing this. I like hanging out with my kids. I do this and I do that. And I've got this hobby here. It's just part of you. It's part of who you are. It's like ingrained in you and your internal compass will always go back to exercise. It'll always want to do exercise, um, not going through this whole roller coaster, um, all, all, um, what do you call it? The approach, um, all or nothing approach. Um, you know, that doesn't get you anywhere as well. Just make it part of who you are. If you're really struggling with that, go into that visualization. Like I talked about last week or the week before, really visualize you waking up in the morning, sliding into a really good pair of tights, put your favorite exercise gear on, Chuck on some runners and rolling out your mat, like envision it, envision it part of you, your life. Um, how does it, you want to feel, you know, talk about the sweat on your skin, um, you know, all of that, that feeling afterwards when you sit down and have your breakfast, how are you feeling? Um, that is also going to keep you going as well and keeping your motivation levels high. I am going to leave it here. I'm just checking the time. Yes, I'm definitely leaving it here. I've gone for a long time. So I um, I hope you got a lot out of that today. I wanted to keep this short and sharp and um, very clear. Uh, and that is what I've done. <laughs> hope you got something out of it. Definitely reach out. Now, I do want to add something at the end, just like we spoke about just now. If you're searching for a workout that is going to keep you intrigued and committed for the long haul, 
keyword long haul, then I want to let you know about my online studio. I run a completely, um, I run a studio that's completely online, which is packed with upbeat, motivating, and easy to follow real-time workouts. You can literally roll out your mat and press play anywhere and anytime. Each workout is completely balanced and it's a full body workout designed to sculpt and tone the feminine body. Think long lean muscles, moves, which will actually feel so good. And you'll work, walk away feeling energized and empowered, not depleted completed and defeated like we were talking about. You can have access today to the complete workout library and get started for free. All you got to do is jump onto hayleymorecomfitness.bhx.tv and hit seven day free trial. Uh, and also when you do that, I'll invite you to our private Facebook chat group where we keep each other accountable. I pop um, little bits and pieces in there all the time. If you've got any other questions though, slide into my DMs, Hayley, um, at Hayley underscore Morecambe on my socials. And if you've got any other questions, just reach out. Uh, otherwise, I'd love to hear your thoughts as usual. Take a screenshot, tag me, um, jump on and comment on the post that I've written about this episode. And yeah, let's chat there. I'll speak to you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.